This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by Farm Journal's Trust in Food Initiative and the America's Conservation Ag Movement. Learn more at trustinfood.com. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley of Iowa is encouraged by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, saying she is, quote, within range of reaching an agreement with the White House on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. If we reach these agreements and the House of Representatives passes it, then there's no problem getting it done. So it's entirely up to the House of Representatives when they pass it. If they uh, like it, I'm sure they're going to pass it. And Again, I'll refer you to something that my staff told me that Pelosi said today that seemed to be much more positive than what she said last week. In a statement last night, Pelosi said, quote, We are within range of a substantially improved agreement for America's workers. Now... We need to see our progress in writing from the trade representative for final review, end quote. Pelosi reiterated USMCA needs to have concrete enforcement mechanisms for labor standards rather than a list of promises on paper. A winter storm pounding the plains is barreling towards the northern corn belt where some farmers are still struggling to finish corn harvest. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says two back-to-back storm systems moving through the upper Midwest will likely cause headaches for producers still in the field. We've got a real barrage of storms. First one is going to be right before Thanksgiving, rolling out across the Midwest with a lot of snow, rain to the south and east. And then about three days behind that, we're going to have an equally strong, if not stronger, storm taking an almost exactly the same track across the Midwest. Rippy says the last time weather prolonged harvest this much was in 2009. Far and away, the uh, the slowest harvest progress has been across the northern states, really from the Dakotas eastward to Michigan. Progress has been a little bit better as you move to the middle and southern part of the Corn Belt. But in those northern areas, not only have producers been fighting the soggy fields, but they've also been dealing with, of course, the high moisture content for grain and oil seeds. According to the National Agricultural Statistics Service, North Dakota corn harvest remains the furthest state behind schedule, with only 30 percent complete, followed by Michigan and Wisconsin. Some 84 percent of the nation's corn has been harvested, compared to 93 percent this time last year. Here's a word from our sponsor. The conservation seed has been planted, and America's conservation ag movement is growing by the day. Do your part. Join Farm Journal's Trust in Food and the rest of the movement today. Find out how at trustinfood.com. In Iowa State University analysis conducted on behalf of the National Pork Producers Council suggests unrestricted access to China's chilled and frozen market would reduce the overall U.S. trade deficit with the country by 6%. NPPC's Nick Giordano says zero tariffs on U.S. pork exports to the country would generate $24.5 billion in sales over 10 years. Before the trade dispute with China, 2017, we exported a billion dollars worth of U.S. pork to China, Hong Kong. You know, and that was just a kind of a normal year. And over time, if you look at our exports, I mean, they've gone up and down kind of four or five year cycle. The, The trend has been unmistakably upward. And we knew there was tons of potential, but the game changer is African swine fever. African swine fever, a deadly pig disease, has wreaked havoc on China's swine herd, reducing over half of their domestic pig population. 
Giordano argues the U.S. could help fill gaps if tariffs were removed. The report also notes unrestricted access would generate 184,000 new jobs over the next decade. President Donald Trump pardoned a Thanksgiving turkey named Butter at the White House earlier today. Butter, I wish you a lot of luck, but I, I hereby grant you a full and complete pardon. Butter was accompanied by bread, an alternate turkey, and both came from a farm in North Carolina. The birds now head to Virginia Tech's retirement home for presidentially pardoned turkeys in Blacksburg, Virginia. A quick programming note, there will be no drive time Thursday and Friday. Stay up to date with the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.